Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com protect. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. 
even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Fighting Cock is brought to you by Petit Poo, making your bathroom smell better. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cock. A camel Episode 31, Season 5 of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Today I'm joined by Alex from Bristol. We've got Bardi and Felonius Filth. How are you doing? Hello. Not good. Not bad. Mm. Not bad. I'm okay. Could have been so much better though. It could have been. A lot better. An awful lot better. Yeah. I've got... I was, I'm still not over the results, so um, I've decided to buy myself a... Was that 20... 20 centiliters. 20 centiliter bottle of teachers to get me through the pod. That's I've not seen you do this before. <laughs> you did it last. It was a similar size bottle last week. Do you know? Do you know what? Um, I, I decided to cut down on the beer. I've been drinking shit loads of beer, mm. and I've just turned to teachers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad, bad thing. How was your week? Yeah, it was right. It was because uh... we've had two, I would say, relatively disappointing performances, haven't we? Yeah, it was. It's a it's a new type of feeling this week. Well, not new, but just a, a feeling that I haven't had for a while. Mm. But it was. It was, uh, it was almost nice, in a way, just to remember what, what things like were like, used to be like, yeah. God, I don't know <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure it was nice. No, it wasn't nice. It was, it was, it's been a bad week. We haven't had one this bad this season. So. How have you found the week, T? It's been all right, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's not good to get one point out of six, but we've had a whole bunch of easy games from December till now, for the most part. Mm. And they've had a tough test this week. We've had two games in, what, three days, three, four days... Yeah, um, it's disappointing, but in the grand scheme of things, I think we're I think we're still all right. Yeah, I think so. I think that's that's pretty much how I've decided to end my week. You know, Sunday night was that that exact feeling. Really, was in the grand scheme of things, look at where we are and and what I would have taken at the start of the year. I mean, you got to look at it from the point of view of the team. The team are disappointed. The fans are disappointed. So it's not like we could say, well, in September you'd have taken this. Yeah. You know, the players want to want to strive on and be better, and so do the fans. But um, at the same time, we've got the beating of most of the teams in this league, and that's a good place to be. Well, we had the beat in Arsenal. Yeah, and the beat. I think we could have beat West Ham if we had our full team against them too. But, I think, yeah. But they, they prepared quite well. I think Bilic, got to give credit to him, really. Mm. That he set him up very well and just couldn't get out. I mean, we, we didn't play well, but I think that's partly because of how West Ham set themselves up. Yeah. As much as us being... Not as good as we normally are. Yeah, they set up with three at the back, four yeah. in midfield, and was it two behind the one? Yeah. Um, I think Watford set up very similarly against us and had yeah. success. We just managed to. They're probably just not as good a team as West Ham, to be honest. Well, yeah, but also, I mean, that's that, that, that's two points gained that game um, in at Vicarage Road. So there's many games where we probably shouldn't have won that we won, and there's probably other games where you know we could have done better and. This, it, it does. It's an old cliche, but it does kind of balance out over the season. But I don't think we could be too too downhearted. We've got two tough. Ga- well, we've got one tough game, but one game which we should win. But yeah. we're not Aberdeen Spurs should win, don't we? Well, there you go. I think we matched them, Watford, didn't we? I think we went through at the back. Yeah, as we well, did. We did yeah. Watford, and I was a little surprised. He also that, did that against West Ham, didn't he? 
No, I don't think no, we, no, we, no. We, did, we didn't go through it. We didn't match them. No. And that's what I think... I'm surprised we didn't. I didn't see the game. That's, that's <laughs> why I, just it out. I saw someone mention that on Twitter and thought, oh, shit, I better say that. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to say anything else. I was surprised that, uh, that we didn't and that Poch didn't, didn't do that, obviously because he'd looked at Watford and kind of second-guessed what Watford were going to do and, and did it. So it does seem strange why he didn't with, with the West Ham game. But yeah, We had a week inside. We had Trippier and Davis as a, as a full-backs. Um, I think Ali and Son came on a sub as well. So we didn't start with the strongest team in it backfired in a way, but we have to rotate. We just simply have to. We've got a very small squad and we're not going to have the same 11 for every game. It's just a shame it had to be West Ham before Arsenal. I thought West Ham played really well and they deserve credit and they, they beat us. I mean, we had a couple of chances where we could have drawn level, but I think they beat us fairly and I can take that result. That result didn't upset me too much because just the way they played and it was a difficult place and everything else that went with the game. What upset me the most this week was what happened on Saturday. That's what still bugs me right now. What happened on Saturday? Just the whole way that we just allowed Arsenal to get a point from that game when we should have we should have buried them. We had the opportunity to do it and it's just once again we're just letting them off the hook. But what, that's the yeah, most but upsetting without, thing. Without kind of, you're right, but why? Because that, I agree with what you said, but there was like a lot of general statements like, you know, we shouldn't have done that. But what happened? What happened? Well, when we had, we had we had the initiative, we had the player up, we had the lead, then we either kill the game, where we sit deep, time waste and see the game out, or we go for it and then destroy him. We seemed to do a bit of nothing. We didn't do it either. We brought Mason on, and I thought Mason, he didn't defend, didn't come on to kind of solidify the midfield, and he didn't come on to attack. So him being there didn't really do much. I think maybe if you're going to take off Lamella put on Son or someone like that, someone a bit more who would go the other way. Instead, Mason kind of stood there and the game kind of passed him by. I, I saw it as that we, we did try and go and kill the game off. I mean, mm. we had, Kane had a chance. There was a, a Roche shot that was fired in also. Um, granted, we didn't carve them open, but they were sitting deep and, and they did hit us in the break. And Loris, I think, I've, I've, some people are saying it was just a great finish. I think Loris should have done a lot better. I think he should have saved it. I was literally right in front of him and was amazed when it went in. It just, yeah, it was. It, it was, was it was sloppy as a whole. I think Dembele, um, Dembele and and Toby lost, didn't lose that run, but he 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 gained a yard before they before they started going with him. Um, and then the finish was. I didn't think it was anything particularly special. I agree. He took I think it quick. It's, the speed and uh, maybe the, the surface. Early. He hit it early. He hit it early. Surface. The water was. I mean, the the ball was very wet. It was pissing down. At the I time. didn't realise how bad the weather was there. That, that second I, half. It was, I was just ten, ten minutes of rain. I was like eight minutes, eight, eight rows behind the goal, hmm. and I was drenched completely in about five minutes. It was yeah. proper. Yeah, it was. It was pretty torrential. But in. But you kind of, it kind of, you heard the ball, which was so frustrating. You heard the ball flat. His hand touched the ball yeah. from where I was, and it did go straight in the corner. And I think, I mean, I, I, maybe his positioning was out. Mm. On another day, he would have saved it in dry conditions. He probably would have got more on it. Yeah, um, it, it reminded me a little bit of the new. Car. It, it does. If there's Laurie says one fault, it does seem that when the ball sometimes goes across him, he struggles. But then again, it did remind me of the Palace shot, which he did tip onto the bar. You know, this it's, it's a game of millimeters. That's what, that's but, what the difference I mean, was. I, I, over 90 minutes, a, a draw was pro- probably a fair result. Yeah, I think um, yeah. Arsenal were, were this wounded animal that they'd lost, well, three in a row in all comps. They lost to Barcelona too. Mm. Um, I'd rather play an informed Arsenal that had a bit of confidence about them than this wounded animal because they were happy to come away with a point. Yeah. I reckon if they maybe came at us a bit more, maybe we'd have 
maybe maybe we'd have, we'd have won that game. They did actually set up for a point, didn't they? They, they really did. They had um, that and Egyptian fellow and oh, no, no. yeah, and um, Coquelin in midfield too, <laughs> sitting. So what's happened to this exciting, adventurous Arsenal, this attacking force that you can barely cope with on their day? They, just, to they be fair, they, they didn't want to lose and they couldn't lose. We, we could afford to draw. Yeah, it was from our position, From our position, we could afford to draw. Does that show how far they've, they've, they've dropped and fallen? Um, I don't think there's a power shift or anything like that yet. But, but if you've lost two games in a row and you're playing the most hated rivals in a game that you don't generally win at my heart lane, then mm. you're going to try and, going to try and get a point and hopefully get more. If they'd beaten Swansea, they wouldn't have come with that that midfield formation. They wouldn't have put El, basically they had El Nenny, um, Ramsey, and Coughlin in the midfield. All right, fuck all this shit. Let's talk about the possibly the greatest six minutes of my life. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a question about. All right, yeah, go on. So, ask the um, question. So, was that ten minutes um, on Saturday the most erection inciting football you've seen all season? The atmosphere, the desire, and the belief all rolled into one. From Wes Johnson on Facebook. When. When Harry's goal went in, I've never felt a, a stronger feeling of wanting to be somewhere else in my time. Because I was the only one out of us that not there. And oh, I where was you? I was in the pub. I would have... What pub? What, shit. What, what was it like? Was it a Spurs pub? No, it was nothing. Why didn't you go to the Hope and Anchor? Because it's for all sorts of reasons that I can't go into now. No, but no, the listeners want to know. <laughs> I couldn't get there. All right. right. <laughs> and it was... I, I was just... The, even from the scenes, the TV wasn't up very loud either, but you could still, you could just feel of what that moment was like when that went in, and it must have been incredible for you not being there. When when Kane's goal went in, I didn't, I don't think I actually saw the goal go in, but I knew I'd seen something amazing because all I could say was what a goal, and I just kept turning to people, and they were saying what a goal to me, and I was <laughs> saying what a goal to. But it wasn't until I actually saw the game later on that I realised what he did. I just <laughs> what knew, a goal it was. I just yeah. knew that there'd been something amazing. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, I mean, I was I, I had a good view of it, but um, because um, the the game was so highly booked, I couldn't sit in my, with who I wanted to sit. So I, I sat by myself pretty much, and then I was hugging strangers. Yeah. And um, it's only when I saw the reap in a jumbotron that I realised what the fuck <laughs> he'd done. Yeah. It's like the Daddy Ali goal all over again. I thought, hang <laughs> on. It's just over the over the keys yeah. and volleyed it in. Did I just see that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Kane goal. It was just like I've never seen the ground like that. Probably in the last six years. Probably since the Champions League season, since Bell did what he did and Danny Rose against Arsenal. Just pandemonium, limbs everywhere. It was just fucking amazing. Because you know when um, when when we attack and someone gets down the wing and gradually everybody yeah, kind of up. stands up. Yeah. But this was like everybody was kind of like three quarters of the way or a quarter of the way up ready to stand to see the cross. And it was in and it was just like, holy shit! So no one's actually even prepared to celebrate. So you're kind of yeah. like doing a squat celebration. It was it was something else. If you could bottle those ten minutes yeah. then, man, just open it. Well, so the, the, the first... As soon as Coughlin had taken him down, oh, I didn't have my glasses on, so a minute I thought it was Bellerin. But as soon as he realised that Coughlin he was booked, he was gone, like 100%. There was no doubt. And then it went, and then it was from that second, yeah, yeah, yeah. you knew. You knew something was going to happen. You didn't know what the next 10 minutes would, would entail, but you knew this game would just suddenly turn just like that. So the atmosphere picked up like immediately. The Arsenal fans went deadly silent. And it was just like suddenly we're in this game because until that point we hadn't really mm. really threatened. We'd controlled the possession mostly, but without doing much with it, they defended really well. And uh, and then Alderweireld scored with a neat finish. Yeah. And yeah, like just to echo what you guys said yeah. from the other side of the stadium, in the Park Lane, I couldn't see what was happening. I knew that Kane had the ball. I could tell it was him. Yeah. And 
I didn't celebrate until at least three seconds after everyone around me had celebrated. Oh, it was like it missed. Time stood still. It, yeah, it, 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 really, did stand still. it really did. And then I turned around so in a row with my brothers and yeah. my old man. My old man was on the floor. My, my, the, the, joy, <laughs> the joy on my brother Adam's face, who, who generally is quite he's reserved, yeah. stern. He doesn't sing much. He, he just really concentrates on the game and that's yeah, it. Yeah. He lost his shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, 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 this was like he just won the lottery. It was just turn around and the elation in his eyes. It was just... It, I think it was the, the most... The, the craziest celebration I've ever been a part oh, of. Yeah, yeah. It's but, intru- but, but, but no other. It's interesting when it's when you're down in the in the park lane and, and the goals in big games like that happen up the other side. I remember Chelsea uh, with the Kane and Chadley goals at that side. It was almost like a, there is a little bit of a second delay because everyone's not yeah, about, yeah, especially yeah. when it's a good goal like that and something special's happened. But it was like I said, even even where I was in a relatively quiet pub, you could just tell that that moment, the, that type of goal at that moment in this game at this point of the season, of just how big it was or could have been. I think that was also part of the problem, the reason why I'm so down today. I mean, I don't do drugs, and I hear everybody talk about the come down. Yeah. But just, just being so fucking high and top so of the league as well. up there, top of the league, Kane just scored a wonder goal against them, and then, boom, just that steep fucking decline. And I, I, I Can we just stay on a high for a second, though, okay, before sorry. we go back down <laughs> yeah. to that level, up, right? Back up. He's done to bring <laughs> the pod down. So, <laughs> you have done the shit bit, Bob. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> But it was fucking glorious. <laughs> it was glorious. It was glorious. Um, I was speaking to Gunnar at work, um, and he said that after that goal win, goal went in. He said Wild Lane was deafening. He said he's never in his entire life experienced a volume like that at that stage. Yeah, it was mental. And for Gunnar to come to me and admit yeah. that, he said, "Look, like you know, all rivalries aside, I've never experienced anything like that." That. He was like, he's like fucking shocked at how loud White Hart Lane was. It's mental because um, the way um, the Arsenal Stadium is built, um, the sound envelopes the away fans. Yeah. So when they score, it sounds really loud. But our stadium's also it's not built with all that in mind, mm. and it still generated that much noise in that stadium. Yeah. It was just it was just fucking pandemonium. It was just because um, you take when, when when stuff like that happens in a game, you kind of take a second, you look around, you see people's reactions. You know, you see kids, you see old men, you see men, women. Everyone's just fucking going, man. Everyone's just smiling. And I just thought, I did think it was going to be three or four, but then, you know, we're going to go to the negative. Can I ask what it was like walking out of the stadium? Because at the end of the game, I was disappointed, don't get me wrong, very disappointed. But there was also a part of me that was like, you know what? Because the 10 minutes before the sending off, yeah. they had about 60% possession at, at one point when that stat came up. And I was like, guys, we are struggling to get a, a foot in this. Um, and at the end of it, I, I was gutted but not devastated if that makes sense it wasn't until the next morning that I woke up and really kind of thought about it that I was actually what was that what, what, coming out of the stadium the general feeling I wasn't I was a little gutted but I feel like denying them denying them three points is obviously good as winning I know it's, it's very small time yeah. but I thought well it didn't be us fuck them I always think that let me draw regardless of what happened it's just perspective you know a point doesn't help anyone but the if we'd come back and Mate, scored, they needed to win. If we'd come back with ten men and got a two-two draw, we would have been elated. But it was yeah. the fact that we had the initiative and we, even we came back from a winning position and then we ended up throwing away points. So once again, we've lost. Well, look at the two games position. this season. We've been all over them in both of the games for the most part, and we've got two points out of it. But which is which is criminal. We should have won at least one. Well, but they're, they're, they're denied six points that they think that they, that they deserve. So fuck them. Fuck them. 
And you know, look, they've lost two and drawn one. That's not title winning form. Exactly. Um, and one, and, one and the line. last time we was in this position, we were two 0 up and we lost five two. This was I was a, there. This was a different yeah, game. I was there. This yeah, a different season, nice. different football league. And there's a long way to go. And yeah. there's a long way to go, and we're still fucking in it. We are winning this league. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'll say it now, and I believe it. Genuinely, I, I don't know. I'm sort of called on it's a bridge too far well, I know, we've had this conversation already, but I, I genuinely Barley's just relieved it. he doesn't have to get a Dave tag <laughs> you'd rather us not no no no, no, no. Not win the of course not oh so if, if someone said to you Dave Tattoo or not win the league you take the Dave Tattoo I think what's the next question <laughs> I don't want to, no anyway I want Spurs to win the league of course I, I, I want to talk about what happened outside before the game oh it was brilliant it was why why wouldn't you oh go on then no, why don't you want to talk about it? Well, what happened? What did you see? I saw possibly the worst off that I've ever seen at Wild no, Lane. I didn't see that, but I just well, what, what time did you get to the lane? Well, we went around. There's, there's a side road where you bypass the away fence. I didn't see. What, are you scared of him, was you? Is that why you took the, the, the side road? No, I'm not scared at all. I just, you know, didn't feel in the mood for a scrap. You know what I mean? <laughs> Normally I'm up for it, but... <laughs> I didn't take the side road. Uh, yeah, he no, left he, me on my own. But, yeah, you I, left him alone? What? To be fair, He's all right. They were, they were powder puffs, to be yeah. fair. But, um, look, the, uh, I, I might have been exaggerating a little bit about the worst off. West Ham's worst, generally, but... It's mainly because they're not they're not interested in get, engaging. It was literally heads down and walking. But there's something about that walking through that atmosphere before getting into the ground yeah. that um, I think builds it adds to the whole occasion. And it was thick; you could hear it. it. You know, there was again. I don't condone any of this. I don't condone fighting at football. I don't condone throwing coins through the air or anything like that. But it's fucking Arsenal. Do you know what I mean fuck them? You know, if you're coming to White Lane, you got to expect this sort of There's stuff. There's a lot I've got to say, but I can't say it all. Well, well I on. think when what the London... Mean, what are you worried about? Because I don't condone violence. But... but when we're recording. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but... but in the, London, the last time we spoke on this, you said, spit, on my, spit in my mouth, I'm scummed. I know, I listened, I listened to that back and I kind of thought... Oh, no, it's really fucking glorious. That. It's, but, it's um, white... Oh, yeah, go on. But no, I think in... A, in, in um, I think you need a bit of malevolence in a London in, in a London derby, and I think that adds to it a little bit. I mean, you'd rather no one get seriously hurt, but I, I think. think so, right. <laughs> but for example, um, I was walking the Bardi, and there was a bunch of gooners in the police escort mm. on the opposite side of the road. Yeah. And they're thinking you to be a goon and all that, right? And we, and we look at each other, we walk down the road, and we see a bunch of Stone Islanders walking, running past <laughs> us towards them. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, I've heard stories about people like Gooners running away from the, uh, away from the uh, Stadium and that. Uh, I don't know about that. Look, you don't, look, I don't want anyone... Uh, you're talking to... about people running away and, you know, having them on their toes. Like, this is some Football Factory podcast. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that people running away should have been targeted. If they're running away, it means they're scared and they're not... They're not hooligans, or, or they don't want to fight. In which case, they should be left alone. Clearly, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just fucking. I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved every minute of that game, bar bar uh, the two Arsenal goals. Last... The whole run up, the aftermath, all of it. I thought that's exactly what a North London derby is. Yeah. And do you know what it is? It's because it breaks away from social norms. Yes. Yeah. There's there's something amazing and electric about football that's slowly died away. That's been removed from the game. It's become gentrified. It's insipid. It's it's boring at, at times. You can go to games and yeah. not sing a s- single song, but this game is a throwback. 
and but that's why I love it so yeah. much. The and thing, that, in, that includes the atmosphere outside the ground. It, it, it includes the abuse from both sides because yeah. they gave it as well. No, exactly. They gave as good as they got from from the bits I saw. And the atmosphere inside the stadium. And, and be, to be honest, if I could have every game like Saturday, yeah. I would take it. I mean, the point I made a little less articulately on the why we hate Arsenal thing is that. Um, I don't want it to be a place where you could bring little three or four four-year-old kids. Oh, look at this! This is Arsenal. We don't like them. Mm. Boo! But I want it to be like not a, a bit of a toxic atmosphere, but not too toxic. Where it spoils over and everyone and innocent people are getting hurt. But I think having that in a local derby is, is what it's what it should be to a degree. We fucking hate each other. They hate us. We hate them. And yeah. and it's know, genuine hatred. It's exactly. Not, it is. And, and, it's, and it's, I mean, to be fair, when we played West Ham, they really, really hate us. Because yeah. I, I was at that game and. Um, Police dogs everywhere. It's like it's like it's like some kind of apocalypse movie. Mm. When I left the station, <laughs> all there's just dogs everywhere, and all their fans are being held back, and you know there's a screaming abuse at us. I felt a bit. I mean, to be fair, I mean I was all right, but you're scared of dogs. That's the problem. I don't like dogs. I don't <laughs> dogs at all. He didn't even see the West Ham fans. All he saw was dogs. dogs yeah. I'd, I'd rather get a shooting from their fans to get bitten by a dog. <laughs> but no, seriously though, when I left the stadium, it was just. Um, Where did this come from? Did you bit him as a child? Or? No, I just don't like dogs. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a massive animal well, lover. But I don't, I don't, I'm, as a, when I said I'm, I don't like animal cruelty, that's fucking wrong. But I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I hate animals. I love being got justify everything. Now. No, because I'm never going to say oh, what you don't like animals. <laughs> England is an animal loving country. But I don't buy that shit. <laughs> Fuck animals is what you're saying. You never had no, a pet literally. or anything. No, yeah. I don't want one. <laughs> and should I have kids and not having any either? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, well, even gerbil, wouldn't I? Nah, right. nothing. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Last last season when we beat them two one at, at the lane, and there was one little bit when we were going into the stadium. And you know they usually put uh, they've got like the metal hoardings, and then they park a police van in, in front of the metal hoardings, and they and they take the Arsenal fans out, and the Arsenal and the other Spurs fans have to walk the other side of the police van. Some copper made a right cock up and put us literally either side yeah, of yeah. the hoardings, and it was like for a minute. Both sets of fans couldn't quite believe their luck, <laughs> but also it was like, shot. fuck, what do we do? <laughs> so for about five seconds, I was like, <laughs> and just went at each other. And I, and I was in it, and I loved it. It was when brilliant. I, when I came out of the stadium after the game, there was a, there was a, there was a whole line, a barricade of police vans mm. blocking it, so you couldn't get anywhere near yeah, them. Yeah, they, they nailed it. I've never seen that before, but they got it yeah, right. The, I mean, police, the police got it right. They, they fucking sussed it completely. I think the second, issue... I mean, yeah. hopefully we'll have Amanda Jacks back on this pod at some point this season, but yeah. sometimes it's the police that get it wrong. I mean, obviously the fans are going to behave the way they're going to behave, but the police have to get it spot on. And from what I saw there after the game, they didn't get it spot on. I, I personally thought they should have probably kept their fans back a bit longer, not let them leave at the same time as us. But... I think with barricading their fans, they probably did get a spot on with, with that. Do you know the times when they have kept their... Because I thought that too. But I remember back a couple, maybe three or four years ago, they kept their fans in for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Probably went to 1-1-0, actually. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And maybe they have different tactics depending on the result. But they... People just waited around. It still still happened. It still mm. kicked off. Yeah, but it's not as, not, as, not as bad as everyone at the same time when there's kids come out of stadium, stadium and everything. Mm. You know, the people that did wait around were, you know... I mean, I, I, know, I, know, I mean, it's one of those where... Do you have collateral damage with families, or do you just have or people are going to wait around? They're going to wait around, but the police are prepared for them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to my old man, and he like we we noticed on the telly there was like I would say a kid that was about seven or eight in the Arsenal end, and then when you you consider that and you think what he must have been terrified because I remember going to to Man City away yeah, in '93 yeah. and being literally scared. I thought I was going to die, and I was going to see my dad beaten to death in front of me. It was that bad. And I was like, Dad, why? Oh, I think we talked about it on the pod. Why, yeah, did you, done, yeah. why the fuck did you take me? That was. He goes, he didn't know that that, that was going to happen. 
Especially because Man City, this, they're not rivals. This geezer, and this is the problem with Arsenal, Arsenal as a football club, is they've developed such a, 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 a nice... A bubble. Mm. A, yeah, a bubble, a nice environment, that they forget that this is what a derby actually is like. And this is what, you know... This and is the, other teams hate you. This is the emotions yeah. that people can bring out in you. And, and there were kids there in the Tottenham area. There were young kids. I was yeah, we're, we're at home. But we're, we're at, at home. home. That's yeah. fine, you can avoid it's it. The they home. can't avoid it. They've got to go through Park Lane. And it's yeah. going to be mental. Like, there were... I saw co- coins flying through the air. I, I saw cans and whatnot. A little kid could have, could have, could have been, you know, could have landed on him, or he got hit in the face with a coin, eye out, or whatever. Yeah. What the fuck is the dad thinking? You don't take a kid to that game. Yeah. Well, I think there's a majority of, of not majority actually, it's probably, but but a lot of fans that don't have that type of derby at their club. You know, a, a club that maybe just has someone that they you know, really don't like, but there's not that much intensity to it. The amount of people, general football fans that I talk to and I've spoken to the last couple of days, have been like, and I've said, oh, just plenty of trouble, you know, and all the rest of it. I'm like, really? Still, still mm. goes on now. I think, I being, think, I think people are really taken away from it. I don't think they realise it's anywhere near what it is now. And even this, and even now, it's relatively sanitised compared to what it was. I mean, being a London club, I think we'll always have a club. I mean. Chelsea and Arsenal are not really going to get relegated, so we're always going to have that. Mm. I mean, there's teams like Portsmouth and Southampton who weren't in division for a while. They're not; they've not got that anymore. So there's probably like you know, like you said, the body of yeah, well, yeah. What the fuck's that about? Well, you see what happened to Rangers and Celtic have just been drawing against. Yeah, the same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god, mate, that is going to. My my boss is a Rangers fan. He's <laughs> Is he going? He just no. He, he just not only said is he going, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember football factor? They sort of draw the radio. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm now. Shadwell away. I'm yeah. now going up at some point in in fucking April. I've got to get on a train up to Glasgow to go and watch this game somehow. Just don't wear any guns. Just wear black. Well, he's been going. On, I've, I've been working with him since last November, and he's yeah. been going on about it and on about it, and now it's happened. So can't not go really. I'm not sure I'll be able to get a ticket though. So. All right, we've got to move on. Okay, um, so who's the man of the match for the West Ham? Well, not West Ham, I was say Arsenal. I, I didn't see enough of the game. I literally saw okay, the Arsenal. Happened. The Arsenal game. West Ham game never happened. Um, uh, Dembele. Dembele for me. Dembele. I mean, yeah. Dembele. It was Dembele for me as well, but Lamella was a close second. Died of fire. <laughs> okay. Dortmund. Um, yeah, we've got fucking Dortmund. I mean, like... That's exciting as fuck. I mean, we talked about it a bit before, and and I, 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 fucking hell, man! Like, just I'm going. Yeah, You're I'm going, the only I'm person going. here not going. Sorry, to the away leg. Sorry, too. But you know, I've, I, I helped you guys get tickets. You so did. I, yeah, I did play my part in this. Yeah. Yes, you did. Absolutely. What you but, guys? We helped those get tickets. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I needed five tickets. You gave those two to them. That's you your have, fault. Just yeah, greedy. I, I want five. Flav, we were, such, I was, you know, I was you, first. To be do fair. you know how big Flav's ego is? You asked me three, four days after the fucking event. <laughs> you could have called me out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake! <laughs> 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 Last day. But what happened, T? I saw what you are. Exactly. <laughs> this isn't an invitation, by the way. Don't yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ask and he provides. Red, he's like red from uh, Honestly, Shawshank Redemption. He literally just handed over three tickets to Dortmund away. I fucking love you so much. <laughs> um, but um, but um, I think sorry. Yeah. But um, I think we are going to play a weakened team. What? When, when, I, when I say when I say weak, I don't mean well, that. Do you know what's going to happen to us if we play a weakened team? I know. But I don't think we're going to. For example, Dembele. I think he's going to be at Lily King for a while, one game a week for Dembele. I think I don't think he can play two in a week. Yeah. Did he get? Did he get subbed off on Saturday? 
He did. Yeah. I only, I've only seen the game once. I've not seen it on TV because I don't, can't remember. He was, in, in my opinion, he, he was he was starting to, to struggle. Well, just I think not, the Sanchez guy might have been an example of him tiring. Yeah, but he was he was just starting to. You know, normally he gets the ball, and he can beat that one yeah, player yeah. just to give us that little bit of space or to give us the, the next phase of play. And he, he just wasn't able to do it. Mm. Well, if you if you before we go into the Dortmund preview, yeah. If you go on the Fighting Cock YouTube, that's what is it? Why are you looking at me? I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I don't know either. YouTube. I presume it's YouTube.com. Just go into YouTube cock. and type the Fighting Cock, and you'll yeah. find our channel. Right? There is a 17-minute interview with Andy Brassel. Uh, I sat down with him and spoke to him about Dortmund. This guy knows. If there, there's nothing this guy doesn't know about yeah. European football, specifically uh, Portuguese and German football. So. Um, after we kind of butcher this preview, go and talk to someone who actually knows, knows about. <laughs> knows, go, go and have a look at this video. It's quality. It's uh, yeah. It's on, it's on our YouTube channel now. We'll be tweeting it and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, what what are your what are your fears? Are you just too excited about no, the no. whole experience? No, there's nothing. I'm not tripping. I'm not nervous about anything. I can't wait. I'm we so can't excited. Really lose? Who cares? Like, bar- we can. We can get absolutely fucking annihilated. Bar an annihilation, yeah. it's, it's okay, isn't it? Yeah. Like you take. T- what, what would be an acceptable defeat to walk away from? I'll take a 2-1. I think you're going to go, oh, you're a very upset man. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the, that's the worst you're going to I'm not having you ruining my trip by I'm talking about results together. or football. I'm right? not going to... Res- oh, no, I won't. But- no, we're going to be interested in Bratwurst <laughs> Bratwurst and, and tits. <laughs> oh, no, that's mis- misogynistic, isn't it? I was just thinking... Really. That. It's, it's European away, it's what happens. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, for record, that isn't what always happens to most people. If you're a wife listening, to, your husband's going away to Dortmund, you probably won't see many boobs. Don't worry, I'm very sensible when I go abroad. Just don't hang out with me, it'll be alright. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I was right. just thinking, <laughs> how are you going to eat breakfast? How are you going to say that? Because that's, that's who I am. True? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how no. are you going to eat breakfast? You're just going to have bread with sauerkraut. Oh, like... We'll find like corn sausages or something. Anyway, the game, the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm really excited about it because I want to see. this. We've never played <laughs> it before. And, we um, no, we have, yeah, so. But, you know, competitively. And uh, Raphael Honigstein was on um, BT European Football Show on Sunday, and he said they're actually quite excited about it as well because Dortmund see themselves as being, like, you know, the ultimate fans and everything else, and they've come to England and played a few teams here, but they want to come to an old-school kind of stadium and then see what White Hart Lane has to offer compared oh, to, like, God. Emirates. It's going to be fucking electric. Yeah, White Hart Lane. Even, yeah. Even the boys are getting smashed up outside as well. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, I've lost. I've got lost up in You see, well, even, even their fans and their supporter groups are really fucking good people. That They've been to the Emirates, they've been to the Eastlands, whatever it's called. And it's shit. And it's shit, mm. sanitised bollocks. So they're looking forward to coming to White Hart Lane to seeing a historic old-school football ground. There is no way on, on earth that that game won't be electric. Yeah, it'd be great. It, even if we're going in 3-0, well, the, 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 do you know that a, co- a comparable situation was uh, Real Madrid? Oh, I thought said something else. Or, or Seville, actually. The, the atmosphere at every point of that game was, was amazing. And even if we have an insurmountable challenge in front of us, I think it's still going to be a fantastic night. Um, do you know what? In terms of the experience, I'm looking forward to Dortmund away as a spectacle of football to just yeah. Yeah. you've heard so much about that stadium and their fans and I'm, I can't wait to see that but I'm going there as a Spurs fan yeah. but yeah, of course. I'm more excited about the actual game of the White Hart Lane one mm. I, I can't wait for that as well these are the type of ties that, that we want as well do you know what I mean it's, it's alright Europa League comes in for, for a lot of stick and you know I'm usually one of the first on it but this was if this had been any other tie I don't know whether I'd have really gone uh, away a minute I'm properly skinned this is wiping me out this trip but I couldn't I couldn't say no but I'm, I'm actually quite optimistic about it I think for, on the game wise 
I'm, I, I don't know what it is, but I seem to be quite positive about all of it at the minute. It's just exciting to see a really up-and-coming young manager, to see one of the best strikers in the world at the moment in a, a Yamabang. Abama Yang. Yang, that's the guy. It's really exciting to see him, Mikatarian. T's face, though. It's probably Flanagan. Yeah, but no one gives a fuck about doing it because they know I'm a dickhead. I can't. You know your football stuff. I don't speak French. But anyway, yeah, and Marco Royce, and it's just a it's just a beautiful beautiful Euro, Euro, European game. Mm. When we drew Inter in um, 2010, that was my dream. That was my dream dream draw, and I just had to go to it. And, um, and then we went four 0 down at half time. It just the way you described that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As if there was nothing that was always going to happen. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But we went four 0 down, and we just feared there was. Then the first goal, and then the second goal went in. So, I mean, even if we do go a goal or two down, I don't think there's anything to really be despondent about. Just keep yeah. singing. I mean, that's all you've got. Just, you know, get pissed up. Sing back your team. Absolutely. I think we can score against most sides in, the, in, 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 in Europe. I mean, they did just play Bayern Munich and they didn't concede to Bayern Munich this weekend. So. They didn't score either. <laughs> no, they didn't yeah, concede. Exactly. But their, their manager was quite clever. He did like a Hummels. He put Thomas Hummels marking um, Muller. Matt Hummels marking Thomas Muller. And he changed his formation. He's meant to be like a, dis- a uh, disciple of Guardiola. And it's, you know, it'd be quite well, they've interesting been a second to see in their Pochettino group. against them. They've been a second yeah, in their group. Yeah, behind some tin pot bullshit. Yeah, so... They well, they lost out. their last game. I think they lost their last game when they'd already qualified. Right, so they kind of rested all their players and it was yeah. all... Um, but... Son has got five goals in his last five games oh, against Dortmund. From <laughs> playing for his Leverkusen and Mainz. And Hamburg. And Hamburg. <laughs> you really pissed, aren't you? It's <laughs> <laughs> this rum. I've never done a pod on rum before. Are we all on spirits? I'm drinking but, water. Uh, Alex. Good pants. <laughs> Alex is letting the side down. Again, didn't, couldn't be bothered for the North London derby. Didn't yeah. want to experience the atmosphere. Don't. But I mean, um, but, but Rose... <laughs> Rose got a minor injury, so it'll probably be Davis playing at left back. Have we heard anything now? I've heard some it's people it's say week. four weeks, Sunday, some people say he's back on Villa. Back on Sunday. Okay. It's a minor injury. But I don't know if he injured himself celebrating a goal. How do you know? Huh? How do you know that? There's a bloke on Twitter called Ben Dinnery who has, is very reliable for injury stuff. Oh, really? And he yeah. said a week. Oh, that's good because yeah. you, you, given the way we play, we need four full backs. So do you well, think. I think we need another right back. <laughs> I'm not having this argument. Yeah. Oh, no. If we had three fullbacks in each position, then they would never get tired. Yeah. Do you think you can go weakened team then? Well, it's not going to go. Forced, it's not going to go the same lineup against Arsenal, is he? Bar an injury. I mean, I think Hugo oh. will play because the keepers don't need resting. But I think you can expect Trippier and Davis to be fullbacks. Really? Dembele won't start. Oh, I don't think Dembele will start. Ali's I, I, suspended, so obviously that's another I, I think Dembele and, and Ali will be the only two. Um, may, maybe Son. I don't him. see Walker starting at all. I see the back... Well, I'd, I'd hope that the back four is the same as it was on, on Saturday. In the context of our season, the Villa game is more important. Not to say that I don't want to win... I want to win, the, I want to win every game we win. But in the context of our season, I think the... Villa is a game we really fucking have to win. Before, before we go on to Villa, sorry, yeah, just uh, just from where we are now, what's your? Because when you draw Borussia Dortmund, you think they're a giant. They're they're a team, you know, three or four levels above Tottenham, but they probably aren't. The, this probably isn't uh, weighted in in Dortmund's favour. It's just their reputation precedes them yeah. somewhat. Mm-hmm. We don't know how strong the German league is. 
it certainly only has two decent teams in it, given the points gap between Borussia Dortmund and Hertha Berlin, you referred. Yeah, um, 16. 16, right? Yeah. I think they're, they're, Hertha Berlin are closer to the relegation zone than they are Dort- yeah. um, Dortmund or maybe uh, Bayern Munich. Yeah. So how strong is their league, really? And how strong is our league? I think that will give you a barometer. We're both second. If Dortmund were in the Premier League, would they be doing the work as well as we are? You've got teams taking points left, right and centre off all clubs in the Premier League. That's that's my idea. Maybe we're giving them a little bit more credit than, but we, maybe than we should. I mean, there's a, and I love a boxing reference. Some boxers have a hard 20 fights. Some boxers have an easy 20 fights. Mm-hmm. And in, in the Premier League, you don't get any easy games. And you go to La Liga, they're getting 7-1, 8-1, 6-1. But you don't really get many spankings in the Premier League as you do in, in, in the other leagues, I'd say. So... Maybe may, maybe we've been weakened by playing West Ham and Arsenal in the space of three or four days, and mm. you know maybe Dortmund just went for a draw <clears throat> against Munich. Yeah, I think um, for this Dortmund game coming up, I think with Villa coming up as well, I think you could play Davis and um, and Trippier against Villa. I think and and, and play Walker and, and Rose against Dortmund. For me, the Dortmund game here, Rose can't play. Oh right, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. I forgot about. It. I was just going to completely negate my point. <laughs> what I was going to say was uh, the fact that this is Borussia Dortmund in the Europa League in the, in the latter stage of Europa League that it, we should be going all out to win this because this is Tottenham Hotspur against Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. This is this is a, a big game in Europe that we are we owe it to the club to be winning it. There's a famous story about Bill Nick when Real Madrid came to White Lane and they said he said, "Can't you see them? It's Real Madrid in there. Look at now." Real Madrid and it was basically saying what are you going to do about it mm. <laughs> that's Real Madrid in there we're Tottenham Hotspur what are you going to do about it that's the exact same thing in terms of history Tottenham are on an equal level probably even bigger club bigger than Dortmund, Dortmund they got, I know they got their one Champions League but you know yeah it's relatively recent success they nearly went bust about they, 10, they, 10 they, years they, ago they, that Champions League winning team was quite a sexy team and they've had some really nice players through the years but um they went through. They went through some hard times. So, what should be happened? In, what's, who's their manager's name? Um, um, Thomas Tuchel. 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 Yeah, I got that wrong. I, I embarrassed myself in front of Andy Brassel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Tuchel, and he uh, he should be going in there saying, "That's fucking Tottenham Hotspur." Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Big dogs are in town. Anyway. Should we move on quickly? Do Villa because Villa is shit. If Proper we don't beat shit. them, let's just fucking <laughs> let's just pack up now. Yeah. We, I think do we need to fair. say anything more? Not really. All right. I well, think that's probably fair. No, <laughs> well, much. I think we. Should, I think <clears throat> we really have to win that game. I yes. We have to. I win. agree. Yeah. <laughs> we have to. We have to. I mean, obviously, you can say we put a stronger team against Dortmund than Villa, but I think in the context of um, us getting one point from six, the league game is probably slightly more important. Villa are so shit. That we could have Onomar lead in the line as captain and beat them. Mm. Like I said, it's like I'm back to bat you in the yeah, old spiral. So what? <laughs> I mean, it, it's not like that wouldn't happen if I hadn't said that. That's true. Right. Things just don't exist, but we should be spanking Villa. They're but, a mess. But what, what? the point I really wanted to make was that um, in light of having Dortmund, we've got um, Villa before and Bournemouth after. On paper, that's probably the most ideal games you could have had. Yeah. Sandwiching the, the Dortmund game, so... So yeah, I think, I, I think you're right. Particularly Bournemouth's win against Newcastle has slightly eased the pressure on them. Yeah, um, they've, they've not lost a win in 2016, but still, we should be should have the beating of them. Yeah, two two um, two wins in the next two league games 
would mean we're down to seven, seven games. Seven games. Yeah, and still and three points and above after, Arsenal, and still three point, uh, still five points behind Leicester, providing they have to. They win don't both drop games. anything. Yeah. yeah. And after that game's international break, so it'd be good to go to international break being still in the hunt. Yeah, absolutely would. Okay, that's it for the first half of the fighting cock. Now we have Windy as usual. Yeah. Windy, back to draw the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I got your back. Hi, this is Windy with the weekly youth update bringing you some light relief, as I'm sure that T's been seething for the whole first half of the podcast. Starting off with the lone players, Grant Ward came off in stoppage time as Rotherham won 1-0 at Sheffield Wednesday. Dominic Ball played the full 90 again for Rangers. He played in the middle of midfield once more. They won 4-0 against Dundee and now progressed to play Celtic in the semi-finals of the Scottish Cup. I do wonder whether Ball's been playing in midfield... Uh, as a sort of ploy by by Spurs to to mould him into a potential uh, cover player for Dyer next season. I'm sure they'll have a look at him in that role um, when pre-season comes around. DeAndre Yedlin played once again in Sunderland's one-away draw at Southampton. Nathan Odewell was a 54th-minute sub for Colchester. They lost 2-0 at Port Vale. Connor Ogilvie played 90 minutes for Stevenage. They lost 2-0 at home to Portsmouth, and it's been announced that he's staying there until the end of the season. And Alex Pritchard was an unused sub for West Brom once again. Ryan Lofts this week joined Braintree Town uh, on loan for, I believe, a month. It hasn't been announced by Spurs, but it was announced by Braintree. Not sure about that move. Can't really see the justification for it. Lofts a player who's pretty good physically already and needs to tighten up on the technical aspects of his game. So I'm not sure sending him on loan to um, Braintree is really going to help him. Moving on to the youth teams, the under-18s lost 3-1 at Leicester City on Saturday. Jack Rolls was the goal scorer. A couple of under-16 players were involved. Uh, Tashan Oakley-Booth, who's a central midfielder, and Naya Kirby, an attacking midfielder, both played significant roles. Kieran McKenna said after the match, it was really pleasing for Jack to score again. We know for Jack that it's a big part of his game and it's something he tends to do well in terms of arriving in good time in the box. Naya Kirby on his first start showed some really good things on the ball and was brave in his play, and then Tashan came on in the second half and had a good technical impact on the game. The under-21s were held to a one-all draw with Reading on Thursday night. Will Miller scored our goal. Marcus Edwards was promoted to the under-21 set-up for this game. He came on on the hour, uh, wasn't able to break the deadlock, but was heavily involved in the team. Nabil Bentaleb once again played uh, for the under-21s. He played in midfield. When the team was announced, it actually looked like he might be playing at centre-back, but... Thankfully, he was playing in midfield. I mean, even Echiog couldn't get that one so badly wrong. Uh, Echiog said after the match, we had some unbelievable situations where really we should be taking all three points. But conversely, Tom McDermott had pulled off a fantastic save in the first half at 0-0. And we've had boys who've made courageous blocks inside the penalty area. All right, that's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Okay, second half of the Fine Girl Podcast. Thank you very much, Windy. Cheers, Windy. Cheers, Windy. Good job, Windy. Um, all right, so we had a, a kind of poser. It's quite a three-part question uh, from Whiskey Victor on Reddit. He says, based on what we've seen in our last three games, what would you say our title chances are most affected by? Uh, one, cohesiveness of the entire team. Two, a few currently underperforming players. Three, purchasing decisions we've made. I think one of them that he's missed out there 
at this is is fatigue. Is it is it finally taking an effect, given the way we play? But what do you reckon out of what you said? I reckon it's maybe cohesiveness of the entire team. We're just coming up, we're coming in situations that we haven't been in before. Teams are adapting and they're learning, they're seeing what other teams are doing and building on it and we're finding it harder and harder to break teams down and, and win games. You've seen West Ham switch their formation and with better players, teams with better players who change up to play us, we're, we're struggling, West Ham, Arsenal and even um, Swansea to an extent, they cause us issues by adapting. I think we tend to overrate a lot of other teams. Um, I think of the three he said, it probably has been the purchasing decisions that we've made in the sense that Kane had no has no backup, and that's what well, that was a glaring thing that we've not really addressed. But if I was going to go by everything, I go with Flavio. It probably is fatigue. Um, you can rotate as much as you like, but. I mean, you're playing against West Ham and Arsenal. It's not about being fit. It's about being mentally engaged, mentally ready. Sometimes you're tired. As fans, doesn't that, doesn't watching the game wear you out? <coughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. imagine playing in the game. Yeah. Because <laughs> as much emotion goes into yeah. it as, as watching it. For exactly. Sure. So you, so the whole week. Well, we've had the West Ham before, but for the whole week you're thinking about that big game and you're playing the game. It takes a lot of energy mentally and physically. And a lot of um, I mean, for Dar, it wasn't Dar's first derby, was it? I don't know. Did he play last season? I, I can't remember. But yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's by the by. But it's a very young team as well. So everything we're experiencing now is our first time experiencing it. And um, I don't think you can really be too harsh on the on the side. That, have our title chances gone second a bit of a kick in, but we're second. Yeah, <laughs> Back exactly, in second. Yeah. Sorry, go on. I don't really... I, I don't see any change, really. I, I don't see that there's... We've got... A, any problems we've had two games against two very good opposition going away to West Ham based on what they've learned so far this season and the team they have we've got some great players Bilic has, uh, has adapted and improved them over the season despite them starting very well that's a difficult game to go against based on what you've said we could have probably nicked a draw from yeah. them uh, if we'd have held on against Arsenal and, and not give away that goal again it's a game of inches another game Lorries might have saved it. Sanchez might have scuffed it. We probably wouldn't even be having this conversation. It's I, I don't see any change at all. If you look at the game after Fiorentina, we played Swansea yeah. at home yeah. and we <clears throat> dominated that game from start to finish pretty much. We were incredible and should have won more convincingly than 2-1, but it, there, there was no signs of fatigue in that at all. And then we came up against two very good teams, and it, it isn't fair to to judge or, or, or rate that team based on the last two results. That was leveled at Kane as well, being tired. And look at him; he had a fucking great performance overall. I think he played very well. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't see any fatigue in them really, but that's maybe me being naive. I don't know. Uh, I agree. I don't see anything that is making me scared, nervous anything else I'm nervous in the fact of the position that we're in and we've got a great chance to do something very special and, th- and that we might not do it and that would be a huge shame mm. to put it mildly but I think if there's anything that will maybe go against us in one day is just have an experience of going into a run-in with something this big on the line um, against a team by all reckoning is going to be someone like Leicester above us where we think you know Really, if they're doing it, why, why aren't we? And I think it might just come down to those last 
five or six games where we've got to be mentally strong enough to know how to win a championship at the end of it. But, you know, also, if we played um, West Ham on March 20th and Bournemouth midweek at home, you know, I mean, it's something, the way the, the, way the fixtures fall is completely random and we've got to go to Anfield and Stamford Bridge and we've got Manu at home. Leicester have got a relatively easy game, easy games, so... But if this league tells us anything this year... Well, everyone, everyone plays everyone, so it's kind of an invalid excuse, and, and if, really. And like I said, if this league tells us anything... This, I mean, Leicester, the last few games that Leicester have won, you know, look, they're grinding out results, yeah. not playing particularly well, but, but they're getting results. I'd like to think <laughs> that, that there is going to be a couple of games where th- th- there will be an amount of luck that will run out. I think if, if we labour a result over Villa, if we don't, you know, if we aren't convincing against them, then an argument for, t- for fatigue may, may come in. But it's all reactionary. I mean, we've said we've said in this pod before that sometimes no one is really talking about. It. People just react to stuff that they see. But yeah, but what I'm basing that on is the the results against West Ham, Arsenal, and potentially Villa. If yeah. if we're not convincing against Villa, then maybe there'll be an argument for fatigue. But at this stage, it's too early to tell. I think you're right. It's about the thing is it's about making statements. It's about making the other team question what they're doing, and. If we, I would have believed in us winning the Premier League if we'd got one win out of these two games because then everything changes. The, the pressure on Leicester changes. All of a sudden that gap is a little bit closed and it forces, forces them to kind of have to push for games and stuff. I think, it's, I think it's the way our team's playing. We're just not quite ready yet to be able to deal with different types of opponents. All right. Okay. So uh, we've got some quick fire questions now. Should I ask them? Okay, can rotate if we want. No, no, I'll do it. Yes, no answers. Well, yeah, yeah, yes, no answers. Welsh Spur sixty two says after after the last few tired looking performances, do you think we're really equipped to win the league? Absolutely. No. I'll say yes. I'm going to say yes as well. Fuck that! I'm going to say yes then. No, no, no. Go outside. (laughs) (laughs) You're the only one. Apex Triplets on Twitter, he says, I really don't want Berahino, do you lot? In the summer, yes. Yes. Massively. No. Uh, Zedib. Kind of the same as the last one, isn't it? I've got. I'll talk, I'm going to win the league. Oh, have you ever done that? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Cannon on Facebook says, Would you rather piss diamonds or shit gold? Shit out gold bars. Oh. Shit gold bars. Shit gold. Shit All gold day, bars. Man. Think how many That's times not yes or no, though, is it? Just yes. It's one of the others, isn't it? It's one of the others. Yeah. Um, Pissing diamonds would be... Imagine painful. in up Spurs having Shrink. a piss. Having a piss at White Hart Lane trying to catch all those diamonds. Yeah, they'd be around. <laughs> diamonds everywhere. Yeah, I reckon ultimately your arsehole would become accustomed to the size of gold bars. Um, it's it, just like in porn, isn't it? Eventually would. the arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some porn stars do get used to taking it up. Ava Divine, bloody hell. Anyway, Google her. <laughs> well done <laughs> whatever uh, let's move on to everybody's favourite everyone's most excited about this um, Buddy's Brain Busters do, does it have a theme song yet or I not? don't know but quickly in case it doesn't get done let's we'll open those immediately and, uh, <laughs> yeah it's um, the same he's got a little white envelope yeah, why sealed did you, why did you put them in a white envelope <laughs> I just wanted to add a touch of ceremony in class and it's the event. same people as last time and as the, well and the thing is it's a really nice envelope as well it's like, like, like one of the ones you used to get in writing kits before, oh, yeah, when, yeah, I, before email existed I didn't pay for it handwritten no I took it from work yeah. oh, don't you just, I thought you were okay. this. I'll take it easy this time 
No, oh, no, 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 fucking fitty. Fuck you. Get on with it. Fuck you. Only because you literally stole it from me last I'll time. I'll tell you what, we're going to smash you to bits. Okay. Probably will. Bring it. Okay. Ah. Question one Who am I? I wore the number nine shirt from the season 1993 to 94. Gordon Jury. I wore. I wore the number nine shirt on the start of the season, 93 94, all the way into the 99 2000 season. Anderton. Dan Anderton. Oh. Yeah! Oh! Yes! Get out of that! <laughs> In your That's face! <laughs> I'm not going to oh. win this. Oh, wow. Oh, no, you're That's not really take you know what I knew that? I had a pastel drawing of him in a wooden nice. frame that my uncle gave Where me. Where did that come from? It's just what I remember, and it had nine. Oh, nicely done. Alex, what Alex. number did he move to from nine? Eleven. No, number seven. Oh, no, yeah. I'm a bonus point. Take your point away. I remember seven because when he scored that flick on header against Liverpool. No, you should have said for a bonus point. You got to get this quizmaster shit. Okay. Yeah. Number two, who is missing? In September 2005, Spurs travelled to play Villa away. We drew one-one. Who partnered the foe up front? Keane. Berbatov. No. Ben. Who partnered? Uh, no. <laughs> Stop trying that no, Can we have the question again? Yeah, say it again. September 2005, Spurs travelled to play Villa away. They drew 1 1. Who partnered Defoe up front? 2005? No. It was it Raziak? Raziak. Oh! Stop! Get it Get it In your fucking face, Steve! <laughs> I'm not going to win. No, you're not! Yeah. Fuck's sake. Any, anyone know who scored for Spurs? Tim Sherwood! No. Dawson. <laughs> No, um, Robbie Keane scored. Uh, he came off the bench to score. Uh, <laughs> Why the fuck are you doing That must be when when uh, signed and it was yeah. a new. new Who pass. am I? This isn't in chron- chronological order, but I've played for Milan, Spurs, Chelsea, and West Ham. Gallas. No. no. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Chelsea, West Ham. Play for Milan, Spurs, Chelsea, and West Ham. Grodas? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. Good Johnson. If you want, I can put it in chronological order. Yeah. Go on. Chelsea, Milan, Spurs, West Ham. For fuck's sake. Spurs and West Ham? Davids. No, that wasn't David. I don't play for West Ham, did you? You guys, man. Oh, it's just bad. We should be getting this. I didn't put it in chronological order because I thought, fuck you. Chelsea. He started at. He started at Chelsea. He went from Chelsea to Milan. Okay, what's the year you joined the first club? Then, Inter Milan. At least. It's the 60s. 60s? Greaves. Jimmy Greaves. Oh, I've been in my lifetime. Oh, right. I didn't even know. the Premier League? Yeah. Why? Why? Because that's, that's what you normally think of more recently. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. It's Jimmy Greaves. Well, this question's got a couple of different facets to it. <laughs> this is, this <laughs> so is the last exciting. one. No, no, no. I no, love right. this. I this is one each. It's so good. He's, he put so much thought into it. It's amazing. <laughs> Our last European knockout game against a German opposition. Who was This isn't the question, but who was it? Leverkusen. No. Kaiserslautern. Kaiserslautern. That's me, I said that. <laughs> Kaiserslautern. That's 1999. No, that was. I, he got dropped. He got dropped. He got dropped. He got dropped. Oh, I don't remember. Minutes. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Ninety-four was it? Ninety-nine. 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 Leonardson, Sherwood, Freund, and another. Redknapp. No. <laughs> no. Nielsen. No. Alan Nielsen. No. Oh. Musasa Saeed. No. Oh. <laughs> he was like. It's not Nicola Berti, obviously. Then. No. 
Did you guys want to clue? Yeah. His dad played for Spurs. Clement! 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 Spurs! I just didn't say the whole word! So he's in the lead after all that. I came up behind! Why are you saying Clement? Just a quick question to go on with it. So. We mentioned the other German teams we've played since Kaiserslautern and Leverkusen. What was the score? We only played them once. 2-1. Two, two, one. No. 1-0. One no. Berbatov penalty. Berbatov score. It was 1-0 away. That was when yeah. the U- UEFA Cup, do you remember you didn't have to play every team twice? It was weird. Yeah. And the other team? Who was the other German team we Herbert played? Berlin. No. Werder Wolfsburg. Berlin. Wolfsburg. And it was 2-0. No, three, no, it's two, two, two all, and we beat them. But three, these are the three, questions, are they? Shut up! We beat them three nil at White Hart Lane. Yeah, and, and they had that that Marin, that geezer everyone thought was brilliant. <laughs> and was just fucking shit. Was that Champions League? That was Champions League. That's, 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 that's what I said. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Why did you say yeah, yes? Yes, yes, I got it. I got it. That's the question. Yeah. It's just because he looked so. That's the question. That's the real question. No, it wasn't real. Anyway, just carry on. Stop asking questions. Aren't the questions? I'm gonna throw a kettle over a pub in a minute. Anyway, who am go. I? I play for Cambridge, Brentford, QPR. Sinton, next. Sinton. Oh my god, it's Bucks. It's Bucks. It started so we good. This is what we This, this is us. Like, we bowled. We went 2 0 up against Arsenal. And Did it finish that bowl so we can <laughs> smash it over his head? Last, next, last question. Okay, go on. The last question. Go on. In 2007, we made it into the last 16 of the UEFA Cup, but what was special about our last 32 match? We drew 3 0 against FC. 20 no that's so oh, about, oh Gomez PSV saved a penalty no oh. so 07 what was special about our last 32 game that season oh Martin Yo got sacked no <sighs> I completely I didn't I completely forgot was that it was the first game we ever lost at Wild Lane no can you give us a clue <laughs> not really not about giving it was special <laughs> um, um, 2007 no I'll go you'd never get it anyway it's a nice bit of trivia we drew Feyenoord, who actually got booted out of the competition. Because of the bye, because of we got fan bye. violence. Yeah. We got a, we got oh, a bye in yeah. the last 16. Still fucked it up, didn't we? All right, it was T1 again. Sorry. Big surprise. Fuck but it. it was great for a moment. It was almost like that 10 minutes against Arsenal. <laughs> I, honestly, it was. I, I, when I, got, when I got the first one, and then you got the second one. Yeah. <laughs> I was, we thought we'd smash it I thought we'd done it, yeah. And then normal service. T is Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> Fuck off! Yeah. That's insulting. Well done, T. Well done, T. Well uh, someone else do the first I'll, one. I'll read the first one. Sorry. Um, so, first question is from Javed Mavahedi on Facebook. I've won a competition to see the players train at Pochettino on March the 15th. If you were in my shoes and you had a chance to ask one of them a question, who would you ask and what would you ask? I would ask Danny Rose... How big Gareth Bale's dick actually is. <laughs> I've always wanted to know it. And every time they asked, like, do the ask, you know, the player, like, ask Kane, ask, yeah. ask Harry or whatever it was. I always ask, do you remember Bale crossing that ball in and when uh, the ball in for Crouch against Inter Milan and you could see his entire penis through his white shorts? And it always looked massive. And I just wanted to know really how big Gareth Bale's dick is. You know, I actually thought of, thought of, of an invention. Should have a dick bra. Because you know when girls on a belt, their tits kind of flop about the way a bra and kind of hold them in. Right? He needed a dick bra, but his dick was everywhere. <laughs> Look at the underpants. Just, just see cock flapping about. Like what, on his knee, on his ankles, just flapping but about. They, yeah, is that exist. not what a jock strap is? It would exist. No? Well, have a dick bra. That's a brand name. Brand name. Like it's, better. it's better than jock strap. Dick bra. Is it, would any of us need a dick bra? Probably wouldn't. Absolutely not, no. No, mine, mine, mine when I run, right... It's like, you know, like a speed bag in boxing. <laughs> 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 
Do you know what? Well, uh, so uh, while Lane, I was going for a piss. I'd not known Ricky Long, right? And uh, oh I was going for a piss, and uh, he, he come up behind me, and obviously seen me. Not seen, hadn't seen each other outside. Seen when we got in, he went. Oh, I thought you had a bigger now. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. That's classic, Ricky. What, <laughs> but you haven't got a bigger. No. So what are you going to ask? Or who are you going to ask? Uh, why are so many of our fans negative? This excites. No, uh, no, no, no. You meant to ask me a question. Oh right, I thought you said which question. You Sorry. Uh, I would ask. Uh, I would ask Deli Ali. Whether he really likes Dyer or he's just kind of <laughs> tagged on to the first one that showed him a bit of affection. James Moore on the last podcast, did you listen to it? Yes. He said that they're actually genuinely good friends. They yeah, said he, he thinks he wouldn't know him for life. That's a stupid question. But why did, <laughs> he might have been lying to him. Bardi God. I don't want to go next after you just. You go What's next. the other time? Well, answer answer okay. How big Bow's dick is. Answer <laughs> now, that's why you're here on the pod. Um. <laughs> I would ask Hugo Lloris if I could go around for dinner. I'd quite like to sit down and have a nice meal, a nice glass of red with Hugo. We come across as a little bit creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I big about dickies. (laughs) I want to come round to your house for dinner. I just think Hugo would probably be the most kind of interesting person away from football. Did you see that news story? With uh, Leicester players, <laughs> yeah, that one's club. Danny yeah. Drinkwater had the other one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny the others. So the thing is, I, I don't even know that. I knew I recognise Danny Drinkwater, but the other two, I fuck knows who they are. In the I picture, you can see him pointing at the club door, and Lawrence yeah. is just in the queue with his hand in his coat pocket, looking over, just like non plus. It was I know, brilliant. It was so embarrassing. And then, then, and then they had to get. They weren't allowed in. And they had to get in a cab away. <laughs> there's a picture of Danny Drinkwater, who's, whose birthday it was. He was in the nice whistle. To be fair, and he. Uh, he just had his head in his hands like this is, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> and Chadley, Lurie's and Dyer just bowled in because yeah, like, they own the place. But, you know, join a club in London. I mean, who the fuck wants to live in Leicester? Oh, sort exactly. name out as well. It's a very English name, that. that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, very no- that's northern. Very there's lots of English people who are going, what kind of name is Lombardi? <laughs> it's Bardi. <laughs> It is it go by for then? So to answer the question, <laughs> to answer the question, um, do you remember? Do you remember Basong deleted a tweet to Danny Rose once upon a time? No. He once called Danny Rose Pooskin, right? I want to ask Danny Rose, what was that all about? Why did Sebastian Basong call you call you Pooskin? <laughs> that was it. No. <laughs> don't be wrong. Don't, don't we know what the connotations are, but I just want to know what it meant. I'm not going to comment. Yeah. Next question, go on, Al. <laughs> can I read it now? <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> why, why are so many of our fans negative? Uh, this is from Pete Weston on Facebook, by the way. This exciting, vibrant young team isn't at the end of its journey, it's just beginning. Next season is going to be even better. Coys. Um, I think because it feels like this season, it's like you're on a, you're on a bit of a tightrope, or trapeze rope, what the fuck it's called, but it's going higher and higher and higher. And the more we win, the more we... The, the longer we stay within the top, near to the top, the bigger the meltdown's going to be. So before the West Ham game, we were like, oh my God, we're going to be top of the league, we could be top of the league, we could win this. And then to go from that, that expectation to being five points behind Leicester after, after two games, and Arsenal have lost one, you can see why people are frustrated. <coughs> but I think when the dust settles, we, we, we recognise as a young team, this is still a big achievement in what we're doing at the moment. I think there's a real difference at the minute between frustration and negativity. I think for the Swansea game, for example, when we want one nil down, I've not been at White Lane before when we've gone a goal down to that type of team in a position where we're actually chasing something, whether it be Europa League, Champions League, title, whatever. Mm. 
and the place remained quite zen. Everyone was kind of like, okay, but we're, I think we'll probably still. And the atmosphere still behind the team was, was, was great. And I think, and I'm not used to that, and I was chatting to the bloke next to me, and he's like, it's weird, isn't it? Usually when we go 1 0 down, someone, yeah, someone's like, oh, fucking hell, lucky mm. to stay up. You know, it's, and, but it just wasn't like that. So I think, I think you're right to exactly what you've said. In terms of the position that we found ourselves in now compared to what it could have been when we were thinking about it at the start of the week, I think it's frustration. I don't think there's a huge amount of negativity yet. If it all goes tits up, then yeah, it could be a hellhole. But at the minute, I think there's a bit of a differentiation between the two. I, I agree. It's, I agree. It's frustration more than negativity. It's just because you can see something really good happening and then something bad happens. And, you know, no matter how good something is, when the shit happens, you're always going to be frustrated. It's not negativity. I mean, at half time, I went for a drink. And one blogger's talking about Levy, going on about Levy, fucking us over. And we were going down at half time, by the way. Oh. And he said, no, oh, Levy, this Levy. And people are. People are going to say, just shut the fuck up, man. You know, get behind the team. That seems to be the consensus. Just get behind, get behind this team. I mean, have we lucked out? To a degree, we have. I mean, start of the season, we would have said maybe challenging for fourth place. Now we can win the league. Things have changed a bit. I mean, lastly, a Leicester fan cashed out. Have you heard about this? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So a Leicester fan could have won 100 grand and he cashed out on 29 grand. Well, he, just, that, he, just that... could, he just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. It that, is, that would be horrific. That, yeah, that is that's that's bad. And imagine each week because it's no longer about football. It's exactly, about, it's about your money. And you love yeah. your football club, but you're like, you've put me in this fucking horrible position. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he's in his fifties. So that's he probably had his mortgage all paid off and everything. It's like so. yeah, like deal or no deal. Yeah, when yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's bad. I, if it was Spurs, I, I would. Man, that, that's I'd have cashed out definitely. <laughs> as much as positive out. I am, you I'd would. say we're definitely going to win this. I'd have cashed out immediately. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's a barometer of how much. But then he could have won. He could have won more. If Spurs don't win this weekend and Arsenal don't win, yeah, he could have probably got yeah. more money. But I oh, know he would have definitely. But got twenty nine grand is better than no money, which mm. is what he could win if Leicester get pipped. So yeah, I would. I would cash exactly. Out. It's easy. I would cash out, but uh, genuinely, I'm not just saying. I, I genuinely believe we're going to win it. Would you? Would you cash out now? Or for twenty nine grand, mm. if a hundred grand guaranteed that we'd finish in the top four. Yeah, uh, no, I wouldn't cash out. No, you stick with it. I don't get it. What do you mean? If we basically, if we stay in the top four, you get a hundred yeah. grand. If we drop out of it, you you cash out now and get twenty nine. No, I stay in it. Well, you think you're guaranteed that we're going to finish in the top four? Yeah, we'll finish top four. What he said. He just doesn't want to say you it. Want out, <laughs> you want to cash out, don't you? You want to cash out. I can no. see it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you want to cash out. No, no, no. Not, 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 not at those times, no. No. All right. <laughs> yeah, they weren't very good odds. Yeah, yeah well, sorry. I've, I've become a bookmaker. And <laughs> yeah, I don't gamble. I don't ever know what the fuck's going on. I've never won a bet in my life. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't think people are that negative. I think if you're going by Twitter, and Twitter isn't a barometer of actual people's general support, you get the most vocal... Minority on Twitter, and even the ones I've seen, it wasn't that negative. No. I, I just say I think I didn't look at Twitter once. Yeah, no, no, like, right. Um, I, I sat in the game, and this random guy came and asked if he could sit on, on the same table as me whilst we're watching the game. He was like, oh, You're not a Gooner, though, are you? I was like, No. So we started chatting. He was a big fan of Dear Mr. Levy, big fan of Spooky. Went on about Spooky for an hour afterwards. But he was. Spooky. <laughs> 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 There's a puddle. No. Like, he just went, I love you. Yeah, was, Did you really? It's quite embarrassing. Like, I thought no one remembered. I thought everyone was too fucked up. No, we, we, we never forget <laughs> these things. <laughs> you guys never forget shit. But he was—he um, was just like a 
just talking about things in general. And he was just saying that him and all his family are Spurs. He works, happens to work with eight other Spurs fans in the same office. <coughs> and he said everyone's. He said he's never known it. So not maybe not positive screaming, you know, from the rooftops that we're going to win it, but not negative. So yeah, I think I don't think it's as bad. I don't want to talk about it. Hmm. I mean, obviously I'm on the podcast, I have to talk about Tottenham. But I started on the podcast, people say, oh, you know, how do you feel about Spurs? Like, just don't talk to me, I don't want yeah. to talk about it. <laughs> my brother, I'd say he's a bigger football fan than I'm, of the, of the sport on the whole. And he's like, oh, you know, how, T, how, did, how do you think Spurs? And I'm like, oh, I don't really want to talk about it. To give him short one-word answers. Yeah. Just... It's hard when you're on the pod and you have to think about Spurs doing stuff on the fighting cock. We're always, mm. you know, Spurs are always in the yeah. peripheries, even if it isn't the exact centre of the conversation we're having. And it's quite difficult when people come up to you. Because obviously, if someone recognises you from the pod... That they happened, that they happened last talk... Wednesday. For, to me, yeah. Mate, it happens. <laughs> but I get recognised with my voice. <laughs> Three or four times a day. <laughs> no, seriously, I was in the... Because you work, I was in the... know what you do. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Although I was in... I would say, actually, i give him a shout-out. Well, I, um, I was in a bar in Greek Street. Um, Greek Street in Soho. And I was standing, but it must have been at half past ten at night. I was a little bit buzzed. And I was to my left, and there was a guy who said, I'll oh, do the fighting cock. I think his name was Joe Alexander. Give me if, if it's wrong, mate. He does listen to the podcast. I think that was it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, yeah. And he's, he's tried to set us up with an interview with a big Spurs player. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's a lovely thing when it happens. People, it, people have always, they've all been polite, everyone who's met me, so. When I get a smack in the face, maybe I'll change my mind. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure everyone knows that by now, but people who uh, I work I work with Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV. Yeah. Um, and the abuse that they got, I mean, this will make some people happy. <coughs> um, the abuse that they got and the people around him who work on his, uh, on his TV program, uh, his YouTube program. It was it, apparently very harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, because he's recognisable, his first fans targeted him. Yeah. Um, and. But it's never the star fans. Every other that's the other fans came in them too. Yeah, he's got a thick skin. That's what I can say. He needs it. Yeah. <laughs> so about that uh, Tim's tweet about uh, the, the Robbie's smile. He's got a slight gap in his teeth, and then behind it was uh, Madeline McCann yeah. <laughs> hiding behind uh, his teeth, and that's where she's been all these years. And speaking of Tim. We've actually got a question from him. Oh, what, an actual what se- a segue! <laughs> a se- <laughs> I didn't even realise. You can't make these things up, can you? <laughs> Such a pro. Um, I don't know uh, if, like, because Tim's, uh, like, I've, I know Tim. I've, I've known him many, many years. Um, and and I, we should get him down on the pod because he's funny. He'll, he'll, he divides opinion. <laughs> he upsets people. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Some> understatement. <laughs> but, uh, you know, right, we'll get him fucking on the pod. Get him down in London, go for a night out. Upset people. <laughs> what can go wrong? What can possibly go wrong? So what's the question? Uh, what do you fear most, Leicester's form or West Ham's form? Leicester, short answer. Yeah, West Ham doesn't even come into it. West, West Ham, if Spurs play how they should, West Ham <clears> shouldn't <throat> come in, even into our thinking. Well, they've got six points out of six, and we've got one from six. That's probably that's a five-point swing. So Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah. I, I, if we play how we should, we, we shouldn't have to worry about West Ham. We do have to worry about Leicester. You know, Fucking five points. A couple of game ago, a couple of game ago, couple of games ago, we the, the league was in our hands. We just keep thinking about so the hoof goal. Though. <laughs> we just keep thinking about the hoof goal. I think just, yeah. just held out. But what ifs, waves. I think um, I think Leicester as well. West Ham to be credited for <coughs> playing well, but we have got to worry more about Leicester. Do you not think though with? <laughs> Sorry, I was just laughing at flap looking at much. Leicester is bottling down in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same size bottle last week. To be fair. 
is a bit bigger. You look all Scottish. Do you know, he's very, very patchy. I just realised that we're uh, getting to the end of the pod. I haven't finished my whiskey. Because <laughs> smell it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just what? <laughs> Counting, I am. my point. <laughs> Counting how many fucking units I've had, I I don't like a mum and dad. Can't. Go on. <laughs> Would you not think, though, if... If we were gonna, if we end up finish second, if you were gonna finish second to anyone, yeah. I'd rather it be Leicester than Scum. I'd Chelsea. rather it be Man City, to be fair. What more than Leicester? Yeah, I oh. think so as well. I could, I could hand Man City win the league. I can take Leicester win. The Don't league. get me wrong. Leicester winning so. the league is nice because it shows that it shows that yeah. a smaller team could get one over on the on the cash. Um, st- what the fuck? Yeah, you've been saying all. No, no, of course I do, but I'm just saying that it would be easier for me to take as a Spurs fan to finish second to a team who's financially doped mm. than a team who isn't. I think it would, because I think what they've done this year is something that could never happen again. We'll be watching, if they do it, you'll be, there'll be documentaries 20 years' time about I how feel, we did it. And the, and the, just, just a very quick point. Yeah, a lot there'll of people. There'll be a film about it. <laughs> a lot, it'd be that, it's that rare. Is, is it that, is, honestly. It's go, on, go, on, go on, But a lot of pundits say, oh, a lot of uh, our fans say, oh, well, it's either this year or nothing. That's bullshit, man. Of course it's bullshit. That's bullshit. We could win the league. Why are we going to be any worse next year? It's Barring Pochettino leaving us, we're not going to be any worse next it's year. We're going to be even better. It's that, that's that usual kind of cliché bollocks. I don't know what to say. I don't really understand football. Let me just throw this out there because it sounds right. You know, Guardiola's not going to have it all his own way. He's going to have a lot more difficult games for Man City than he will do prick. for... And who would have said at the start of this fraud. year that Chelsea would be like 9th or 10th? Things happen. You know. He's a can. Pep Fraudiola. <laughs> Pepsi. I was just thinking the movie about Leicester, who's going to play um, Jamie Vardy? It's already been decided, Zac Efron. Really? Yeah. It's, I thought it would be like Ryan what? Gosling. With Who decided like, um, I wasn't involved yeah. in this poll. <laughs> yeah. Who was it? I don't know, there's this Zac Efron. I no, thought this person's been Steve Buscemi. You put him on like um, a really hard It'd be the geezer diet. from This Is England, Thurgoose. I don't know what his first name is, Thomas Thurgoose, uh, the main bloke. But a shaved head. No, he's oh, a bit right. odd looking. No. I, so if, it, if you was saying, um, who's the geezer out of Goonies? What, Sloth? Yeah, if you were saying him, then maybe. <laughs> um, well, that, that geezer out of This Is England, the, the one with the... The one I just said. No, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Who gives a fuck? One last question, then we'll call it, call it a night. I've got another one. Electronic Super Penis from Reddit. Great username. Says you and your girlfriend are on your way to a couple's dinner at one of her workmates' houses, mm. and this is the first time you are meeting them. On the way there, you realise you have to do a smelly poo, and it can't wait until you get home. Oh my god! Upon arriving, you notice how centrally located the toilet is in their small apartment. How long after arriving should you wait before pooing? I'll go straight away. Like it's the first thing. Like, I love love to meet you, but. Desperate because they know you can just say, Look, I've been sat in traffic for ages. I'm really sorry, just straight in there. Can't be drawing it out because it make you then have to do other stuff and concentrate. And I can't do it. I completely agree because if you sit down to eat dinner and then you fuck off for 10 minutes, everybody knows you're having a shit. But you're right, if you get there when you first eat, like maybe you've got some other issues or you need to sort something out, you can go straight in the toilet. Sort something gonna... out. So hang on, you're baking, you're basing. <laughs> You're basing your answer on the fact that they might not realise, they might not think that you're doing a poo, they might think you've got to sort something else out. Well, you can't go immediately during, during you can't go during dinner because everybody's sat around and they're like, there's an empty chair there and everybody's looking. But Wait. you can go when you get there and there's still the excitement of you, of arriving and... Oh, I'll get that, because they're going to be yeah, talking. Can, well, yeah. just be honest, just say, look, I've, what, I've got to go but, now. But, but get get basically, the smell is going to permeate the flat. 
nothing you can do. Every man shits. Every woman shits. Yeah, yeah but no, we don't like to admit that. I know you got you're a bit funny about passing. Women women don't poo. Yeah, (laughs) I wish they they, their body absorbs it and it goes away. It's just someone's flowers. Apparently, um, (laughs) I think it's it's a geezer from Dollar, a group called Dollar, back in the eighties. I'm a celebrity, and he once said that it takes it takes pills. He doesn't take his shit. Well, it comes out it comes out through his cock, like like liquid shit. It's weird. It's oh, weird as fuck. But he takes a poo. He, he takes a pill, so he doesn't take a shit. I don't know what you mean. Tell, tell me again. Tell me again. He said it out loud. He takes a pill. A pill. A pill. P I L L. Who said this? Um, Get from Dollar. David Day, I think his name is. Some old 80s pop. Right. Thing. So he takes a pill. And, he, and it passes through his cock as a piss. Well, well, poo does. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't have poo. It, it, turns it, into, it, is, yeah. it just is. The, the pill turns liquid waste. Into piss. Yeah. Um, oh, that's blown my mind. <laughs> oh man, there oh. is an invention out there because my girlfriend's got one. It's called Petit Poo, and it's like this little. Go 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 This is an invention out there. It's called Petit Poo, and it's a little bowl, and you drop two drops in your toilet, and you have a shit, and it kills the smell. She's gone. He's gone. What's wrong with that? It's just, it's What's wrong with that? What's going on? What's going on? What's it poo? What's it more like? Is it French pussy? Coming from Colombia. <laughs> oh it's my a little, god! It's a little bowl. It's like a nail varnish. <laughs> you put drop, drop in your toilet, and it's amazing. And it's what it does. Is it, I don't know. It creates like this barrier that your shit doesn't smell. It's incredible. It's, it works as well. I've tested it. What's it called? <laughs> Petit poo. <laughs> I want to know their website. Uh, I think, oh, man, if we can get in contact with them, maybe we'll allow them to sponsor the pod. We've never had a sponsor on the pod before. Like we'll a sponsor. Free. Petit poo. That's what you need, Flav. Br- it brings the Fighting Cock podcast. <laughs> Your shit does smell. It smells like roses. It's really The Fighting Cock is brought to you by Petit Poo. I can just shit smell better. <laughs> so, what's the question? Maybe we, maybe, maybe, maybe we can get a little, like, a. Uh, like uh, what's that thing when you get like um where some an endorsement yeah. from your missus <laughs> saying I just I don't you team poo and it gets, <laughs> I can't smell body shits anymore oh <laughs> what an end do you have one of them mature relationships where you you talk openly about this stuff well we talk <coughs> we talk about digestion <coughs> and stuff like that we talk about digestion yeah because we're in like a big health kick at the moment most most relationships talk about the why are breaking bad but you we do you that sit as down well. and talk about okay. um, oh that's good I, I just you know what I'd probably just make my excuses uh, go out and just go behind the car and just do it on the floor <laughs> my <laughs> god anything's better than just 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 destroying I'm sorry, I, I, I do like Alex and Bardi and shit straight away yeah yeah Oh man, I hope I'm never in that situation. I struggle with that stuff. <laughs> That's a great question. Electronic super penis. A great username. Brilliant. <laughs> that a great oh. ending to the podcast. Uh, well well done, ending. guys. And that is the end of the fighting cock. Thank you so much for downloading once again. By the time you hear the next podcast, we would have smashed Bo- Booty of Dortmund and be within two points of Leicester City. Come on, you fucking guys! Fully coys. When you say Spurs like that, it just not, doesn't work, all right? Just stop saying Spurs. Fucking sick of it. So we finished recording. No. <laughs> sake. Keep it real. All right? Say Spurs. Spurs. <laughs> he put that on. <laughs> right, oh, good. God, that was funny. <laughs> oh, I went. I properly went. When, when T said making your shit smell better in a really <laughs> commercial way... <laughs>
making your shits well, smell better. better. I was still recording. It's the fighting. Network. Sports Social Podcast 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 Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the Podcast is sponsored by Cox. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.